You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Keetra with SOB Style of Business. Thanks for joining us for another great episode. Today, I am speaking with Mr. Derek Gant of Smart Money Management, where he is the founder and CEO. And he is going to be uh, talking to us about finances. He also does a little bit of fitness, uh, has great advice on that. And he is just a overall uh, great guy and does a lot of work in regards to personal development. So I'm not going to give all of the details, but I'll go ahead and hand it over to him and let him give us his background and we'll roll with the interview from there. So, hey, Derek, how you doing? I'm doing great. And thank you so much for inviting me and, and respecting what I do enough to ask me to help and, and present ideas worth sharing to help other people become their absolute best. I agree with you. It's always important to know who you're talking to. I am a 50-year-old man that has been doing one thing for his entire professional career, and that is managing money, uh, getting people out of debt, or helping people to build wealth. And we've done that in a variety of areas, but my specialty is just helping people to maximize their money and their income, and I've enjoyed doing it. I talk about it. I live it. It's my hobby. So super exciting that you had me here. Actually, first podcast for me. So I'm just tickled pink. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I'm glad that we grabbed you before you got too busy to be able to, to join. So, so this is a perfect opportunity for us. And I know that you're involved with a lot when it comes to self-mastery and, and finance. And so actually, you're the first guest, if I my memory is not failing me, that is going to provide us with information on like finance and money management and things like that. So let's go ahead and let's start talking about Smart Money Management, if you want to just give us a brief, I know there's a lot of different brands and concepts that you have following the development of that business, but I'll let you start with uh, Smart Money Management. We'll start with Smart Money because when people come to me, there's, there's really only two people that, that come to me. One person that says, hey, I have a million dollars or two million dollars or half a million dollars and I'm retiring. I want you to invest it. That's the investment company. The second person comes to me and says, hey, I'm really concerned. I need to be able to retire in 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And I have this debt and I have these student loans and I have these medical bills and I need to fix my credit and I want to buy a house. So they really have no idea where to go to begin to position themselves to for success and what that means. You know, what do I really need to do to qualify for a home? What do I need to do to fix my credit? So with smart money management, what we do is we have a what we call a discovery meeting where a person will uncover everything that they're doing. And we don't judge. We just actually find out where you stand. Only way you can get ahead in anything, and you talked about the fitness and the finance, is to understand where you are right now so that you can figure out where you need to go. So with smart money, we get people out of debt, we get their credit score over 650, 700, and we help them to get out of debt because debt is nothing, at least revolving debt, that's nothing but shackles. They're economic shackles that 
make people obligated to get abused by their boss and to have to hate Mondays because they don't want to go to work and can't wait till Friday because they don't have to work anymore. And those are, it's a terrible way to live. Exactly. Yeah. And while you were talking about that, one of the things that popped up in my head was the, the actual educational part of money management, because, you know, that's the easy thing to come to the service after the fact, after you've blown that money on Black Friday and after the holidays and stuff. But what advice, I guess, before that, how important is it that we kind of get a hold of what our budget is and things like that so that we don't run into those issues later on and have to come to you to fix it? Right. So the one thing that I would say more than anything is that most of us believe with everything that we have that rich people are just rich and they have so much money that they just roll however they want to roll. And the fallacy in that concept is that people with money know exactly how much money they have and how much they spend. So when we look at that, we say, oh, my God, that's called a budget, Derek. And I say, exactly. They know where their money is and where it's going. and They operate by a budget. And what most people who don't have money, they believe I don't have any money. So I don't want to even think about what a budget is because I don't have anything to budget. Well, if you're working and you pay rent, you need a budget. You need to understand exactly where your money's going so that then you can stop the bleeding if you need to. And the bleeding would be excess spending. For instance, you're asking me, well, what do you need to do before you get in trouble? Well, you need to live within your means and strictly, even if you don't save a dime, and I'll explain this a little bit later, but even if you don't save a dime, live within your means. Don't spend everything that you have. And what people do is they see money in their checking account and they go and swipe their debit card. But they don't realize that money might be part of their electric bill or it might be part of their cable bill or it might be part of their kids' braces. And they don't consider that if they're not following a budget. So the first thing that they need to do, first thing we all need to do is we need to have a solid budget, which means a clear understanding of what's available to us for spending and what's available to us for bills. I definitely agree with you there. And I know that you've, you know, like you were saying earlier, you worked a pretty large amount of your career with managing money and finance and things like that. But I know you have a, oh, I'm getting my, I got so much stuff going on and questions I want to ask you, but the 24K life, which is one of the things that I first noticed when I started doing some research on you, and it definitely appealed to me because there was this whole concept behind it. Tell us more about 24K. Okay, so I believe That 24K life, what it stands for is that I believe that any individual that takes the time to make themselves the absolute best version of themselves, right? So I'm not trying to be Tony Robbins. I'm not trying to be this investment guy of, you know, Ken Fisher on Wall Street. I'm trying to be the absolute unequivocal best Derek Gantt. I need to be the best Derek Gantt physically mentally, financially, emotionally, educationally, and spiritually. And the reason, and I call it 24K, is because the purest form of gold, the thing that we all cherish more than anything anywhere, when I say we, I mean everybody loves gold. Our financial uh, structure was, was, the foundation was built on the value of gold. I said, notice I said was. Was based on the value of gold. There's not enough gold to cover as much money as we print nowadays in the government, but it's a whole different issue we can talk about another day. But when you're looking at yourself, here's the concept. No matter where you are at work, in your job, in your career, 
most people want to move forward. They don't like their job. Well, if you don't like your job, it's not going to help you to go look for a better job. What's going to help you is to be the absolute best that you can be, offer immense value, and a new job is going to find you. People are attracted to winners. There, it's just, there's just no doubt about it. And what I'm really getting at, and I don't, I'm not sure because we haven't talked about certain issues even offline, but what I'm getting at is God has given each and every one of us a gift and a talent. And if we maximize our gifts and talents to the best of our ability, it is valuable and people will pay for it. So if you strive to be 24 karat in your life, then great things are going to come to you no matter what. Nothing and no one can stop what's coming for you if you're presenting your best. I agree. That's perfect. I I definitely agree with you there. And I'm going to step to the side with this question is in a separate direction. But you mentioned the fact that we can capitalize off of the talents and the gifts that we have. But I think oftentimes and not a lot of people, you know, that sounds good. But what about the people that do not like, how do you determine what that is? Like, a lot of people don't know what their talent is, or maybe they have a, a hard time trying to find what that is. So what, what advice would you have in reference to that? Yeah, here's what it is, right? Now, first of all, I'm not sure exactly the age of your audience, but here's the point. You have two choices. Either you know what you're extremely good at, or just what you do better than anybody else, or what you do better in your life. What do you do best? You know, we, let's take two financial consultants. You got two financial consultants. Why am I suggesting that both of them can rock it? Because one of us is a very um, social person. We connect. We have a great bedside manner. The other person may be extremely analytical and brilliant. He can drill down to the best absolute possible investment and find that, and he can help people make even more money. So we all have a gift. You have to step back. And here's the issue. The reason why people don't know is because people do not take time to invest in themselves. No one sits in silence and says, what is it that the universe has for me? What am I good at? You know why? They got headphones on. They got video games. They got kids running around. I'm not casting stones, okay, because I have to force quiet time myself. I take my quiet time first thing in the morning before I go to the gym. And it doesn't have to be a lot. Let's say five to 15 minutes of just pure silence. I'm telling you, answers will come to you. It will show you how you can invest better, meaning maybe taking a course. If you're a nurse and you need to get a better degree to to make a little bit more money, if that's what you do best, become the absolute best nurse. So people have to invest in themselves, Keetra. They got to take the time to figure that out. And it is not hard, right? What were you the best at in school? Were you best at English, math, science, Social studies, what were you the best at? You know what? I was actually pretty good with English. I enjoyed writing and anything that had to do with uh, creative writing and then also art. So you're creative, right? You're creative. And so how many people like me that are analytical aren't creative? So you hook up with someone like me and you say, I'm this massive creative person, Derek. Let me show you how I can make what you're doing more palatable to other people who think what you do is boring. I'm not being funny. You might not even charge the first person. You might say, let me just show you how, how great that could be. You think that they're going to have, pay you for the next project if the first one's successful? Absolutely. There's no question about it. 
That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. No, I think that's going to help a lot of us out today because the biggest thing is that a lot of people have things that they want to do and that they think about. But I think the biggest thing is just knowing exactly what that is and getting started. You know, a lot of people just fail to get started to begin with. Right. But you have to want it. And that's that's the part of the whole 24K brand. It's not nobody's going to give you a bar of gold. You got to go digging for those nuggets. You got to put work in. And when you do, you're going to figure out how valuable it really is once you, you find what you're amazing at. And people will pay for it. Exactly. No, that's, that's awesome. That's some good advice. And I checked out the website and just trying to get a better understanding of, I know you, you offer different resources and training programs and a lot of the things that you just kind of mentioned as far as the physical fitness, the wealth building and the finance component, and then also just productivity. Like how important is that for personal development? I know you just touched on it recently, but how important is that within your program? Physical fitness, you mean? Yeah, physical fitness, all three of those, productivity, physical fitness, and the, you know, just the wealth management. Well, here's here's the reality. Everybody is excited right now about Bitcoins and some other investments that are starting to really move. But the reality is that if you don't have any money to invest, you have nothing. You're just talking. So productivity is everything. Results are the only thing that matter, teacher. The only thing that matters is results. You can say, hey, I tried really hard to get in shape. Or I'm trying to get in this wedding dress and I need to lose 15 pounds. And wedding day comes and you can't fit in it. And you go, I really tried. Does that matter? Does trying matter at that particular point? Absolutely not. No. So what I believe is that it is essential. Now, you're going to be stronger in some areas than others. So you might not be at your your peak physical fitness, but you need to be fit because your outer world represents your inner world. And you can talk about this and you can listen to political correctness, but people judge. So if you're not fit, you're not. They're going to say, well, you, that person's not ready. They're not ready to work with me because they, they judge. So you need to be fit. When you're fit, you're mentally sharper. Okay, You're emotionally better balanced when you are in physical shape. So we are formed this way. And the other part about the financial side is that let's say you're in great financial shape. I'm sorry, you're great fitness shape. You're physically in great shape. You're mentally in great shape, but you're broke. You're a disaster. You're emotional. I'm not talking about in life. I'm talking about in your house. It's a disaster. You operate with people calling your phone. You're at work and they're calling your job because they want you to pay your credit card bill. You can't have people calling you at work, right? And I know this happens every day because these are the people that I work with and help. And we stop those phone calls. But the point becomes is that you really can't leave any of those areas out or you're going to be unbalanced. And if you're unbalanced, you're not going to be happy. And if you're not happy, you're not going to continue to be able to be that productive. It's a vicious circle. It's a vicious circle. Yeah. So how do you go about mastering all those, though? You know what I mean? Like, it's easy to get start the program. You know, you excited the first few days or so. But even after the fact, when you don't have a coach or a mentor that's working with you, how do you master that? Well, there's several there's several ways to do it. The easiest, of course, is to get a coach or a mentor. The second thing is to get a like a I didn't say a whole team, a like minded friend or associate. You know, if you have a spouse and they're not like-minded, forget them. Don't. And this is part of the answer to what you're asking me. The thing is to know yourself. If you say to yourself, I'm going to master my fitness and you haven't worked out in four years and you're not a morning person, don't lie to yourself and say, I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. and go to the gym. You're lying to yourself and you're the only one that you're going to hurt. 
And so you have to say, I'm not a morning person, so I have to go after work. And then if you tell yourself, I'm going to go after work, but you know if you go home to get changed to go to the gym, you know you're not going to leave home. So you need to say, okay, if I'm going to go after work, I have to pack my bag and change work clothes to gym clothes at the gym or before I leave my office. So the first way to be successful is to know yourself, at least the basics, and know when you're lying because there's no reason to lie to yourself, right? Don't go buy a bag of Lay's potato chips and say, I'm really a very controlled person. I'm only going to have one. That's crap. It's not going to happen. Don't buy the bag. Don't go down that aisle. So that's one way. The second way is that, let's just be honest, in order to have a positive return, there has to be a significant investment. Now, what that investment is, is up to each individual. Some people need to hire a coach. Some people need to go buy a book, right? We do not value information. So if you spend $15 on a book, but the book changes your life, let's say you buy a book to lose 20 pounds, you lose the 20 pounds, your confidence goes through the roof, right? People see that, they feel it, they resonate with that, they're attracted to that. You get a raise at work. What's that book worth? <laughs> Is it worth $15? No, that book's worth thousands of dollars. So you have to, if you really, really want to know the truth, I find that it's the people that are just absolutely sick and tired. I mean, they just cannot take the lifestyle that they're living any longer, and they know they deserve better. And they finally say, I am willing to do whatever needs to be done by any means necessary. Those are the people that, that turn their life around. People are just sitting on the couch talking about, yeah, I need to go work out tomorrow. Or, yeah, I need to save $1,000. Or, yeah, I need to retire soon. It's not going to happen. They're going to be working at Walmart checking receipts. No, I agree. Yeah, you, you definitely have to get started. Takes more than just saying it. Absolutely. You got to be hungry. You got to be hungry for it. You got to want it more than anything else. And, you know, don't get me wrong. People have kids. And people have other responsibilities and some people have handicaps. But let me tell you, I've seen people with kids do it. I've seen single moms do it. You can do, and that's the beauty of living where we live. You can do whatever you put your mind to. Yeah, no, that's so encouraging. I think a lot of people will be glad to hear and happy to hear that. Everybody has a, an opportunity to do something. So it's always good to have that reinforced. Yeah. But let me tell you one more thing about that particular topic. Okay. So the easiest thing for us to understand is like, let's say, losing weight. I like to use that example because we can all understand that. Let's again say you need to lose 15 pounds for that wedding. You can't focus on the 15 pounds. The only thing you should be focused on, this is why everybody can do it if they truly, truly want to. The only thing you have to focus on is the next meal. You just got to eat the, the next meal. It has to be a good meal. You can't be that Whopper with double cheese. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, and it doesn't matter if you're saving money. It doesn't matter if you're losing weight. It doesn't matter if you're trying to improve yourself. All you have to do is worry about the very next thing that's going to get you closer. Not the whole thing, not the whole 15 pounds, just the next pound, just the next meal, just the next meal. That's it. Wow, that's great. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. I mean, and that can go for anything, you know, any goal. Absolutely. Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect, Derek. And now you have your business, you're an entrepreneur. You've been at this a while and you pour a lot of time into investing in other people, you know, as well as your company and things that you're doing in your community. Why do you think investing in other people is so important? Everybody has a different answer for this, but what's your answer to this one? Oh, wow. Because I don't have a choice. I mean, I really don't. I told you everybody has to figure out what they're great at. And it is my gift to be able to take complicated information like investing 
dilute it down to digestible bites for people to fix their life. Me being in finance and in the fitness, so those are the two things that I talk about with people more than anything else. Because if I don't help you become great, when my son comes to you and says, hey, I really need a job, I really like a job, will you hire me? You are going to say, I have the wherewithal to interview you, and if you meet my standards, I can hire you. But if I never help you get there, then I'm not helping my son. And that's metaphorical, but it's true. If I don't help you to conquer and get to the next level, you can't help anybody get to you can't get to the next level and you can't help anybody else. It's what I was made to do. Exactly. Yeah. To help and to give back. I mean, sometimes it, I, even now, like recently, I, I talked to a couple of young ladies that were just finishing their senior year in college and a lot of things that kind of came about was like, oh, you know, nobody will help and help. And I know sometimes it's good to have help. Sometimes you just have to get started on your own, which brings me to this question in regards to like different resources and maybe some assistance or help that you received when you started venturing out on your own with smart money management. But what are some of the business development resources that helped you when you begin your entrepreneur journey? Okay. So every business person, every individual, you need a team. You have to have a team. And the team, which you'll, you'll learn, is doesn't necessarily always cost you. They're not always on your payroll. So if you're looking to start a business, it's ideal to recognize that you're going to need a banker, right? You need a place to, to deposit money, and you need a place to write and pay bills on them. So you need to develop a relationship with a banker, not just going through the drive-thru, because you don't get to know your banker by going through the drive-thru. You get out of the car. Go into the branch, talk to the branch manager and say, hey, I want to introduce myself. I'm going to start a cleaning business. And here's what I'm thinking and here's where I'm going and here's my plan. And how can you help me? Why would I want to bank with you? And you do it with an accountant. You do that with an insurance person. You also find a mentor. People love, do you ask me, hey, I want to interview? Absolutely. I love to talk about myself. <laughs> I got you. I mean, is there a better subject than, than talking about yourself? So... You have to have a team of people, and you and I even have mentors, but I always make sure my mentors are like two or three or four times better, and they've done what I want to do. I don't go to a barber and his haircut's messed up. I mean, seriously, I always ask like nail technicians, their hands are always messed up, and I had to ask them, they go, well, you know, when you're doing so many chemicals, that's what happens, because I'm like, I don't think I want you doing, if your hands look bad, I don't think you want you doing mine. You know, you, you get yourself surrounded with a team of people, and it's important for you to understand that you have to know your business inside and out because nobody else is going to invest in your business, meaning buy a product, even a t-shirt if you're selling shirts or whatever, if you don't know any and everything about it. If you don't love it and believe in it, nobody else is going to. Great stuff. Great stuff, Derek. And tell us, what are some of the challenges? Like, name a couple of challenges that you faced, especially when you started the 24K. Well, you know, the, the challenge is people really understanding the difference between, for my specific brand, it's, it's really, okay, this is great. I mean, I can point it to you this way. When I started 24K, what I was really trying to do was take all of the information that I had in my head for the last 25 years and Put it online so people can can watch it, review it, gravitate towards it. They can learn about it. And taking that information out of my head and putting it into videos and written content and making it clear. Because it's clear to me inside my little head, but when you spit it out of your mouth, is it clear to other people? And so being able to clearly communicate 
your idea, your concept, your business in across a variety of forums was probably the hardest thing that I had to do and being motivated to continue to do it. Because if you put some content out and two people like it, your feelings get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Right? I mean, you're like, wow, this is some serious information and what two people like it. What's, what's, you know, Lord, what's wrong with the world? Where is everybody? And so people have to understand, and I'm still understanding myself, that it just takes time. It takes commitment. It's a never say die attitude. And you have to believe in what it is that you're doing. 100%. Just like you with your podcast. I mean, you're blown up in your podcast because you stuck to it. Exactly. Yeah, that you definitely have to kind of recharge and, and keep going, you know, if the people are there or not. So so that's great. I definitely agree with you on that one. And I know that you have been doing a little bit of promotion on social media. And this question, which I ask it because there's, you know, like I was saying earlier, a lot of people, there's a different answers and different purposes behind the use of social media. But what impact has it had for you on the development of your business? Well, in my particular business, what my online brand has done was solidify my value face-to-face. So it may not be exactly what everybody wants to hear, but in my community, I go to Starbucks, okay, as an example, and people that I've never met in, in the universe will say, oh my God, I saw your Facebook post. I love it. I love your post. I watch them every Sunday. And you look at them with, in like startled, Like, okay, you never commented, so I wouldn't know that, you know, you even know who I was. And so this happens to me all the time in my community. So when I'm online, I probably have a viewing audience or a content audience about 25,000, 30,000 across all mediums. So between Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, everything, there's probably 25,000 people that are following me. And so when you're doing that and maybe you get a couple hundred 1%, which is the industry standard, you get 1% reply, you don't feel as important or like your your message is getting across. When I go out into my community and people go, oh, you know, that you don't know. It's different when people know you. You expect them to say they hate you or like you. But when people you've never seen in your your life go, I love your stuff, or they say, I want one of those shirts, or I want to be 24K, you almost like get tingly. (laughs) So it really, the social media part helps me locally. And I think that I just uh, was approved, honored, ap- apply. I didn't apply. Somebody somebody applied for a request or suggested I do it. And I was accepted to do a, a local TED talk. So I'm like amazed and honored that we're going to, we get a chance to do and touch even more, more lives. And so my point in answering your question is this, I think that if you can conquer your social media and have an effect locally, once you continue to build that value and you get better and better at it, then it will spread regionally. And then at some point, it'll spread across the rest of the country and then across the world. Good stuff. Good stuff. And congratulations on that TED Talk. I know that's going to be great. You have to let us know when that's coming up. Oh, believe me, I will be sending you a link and begging for you to make a comment. (laughs) Yeah, right. Perfect. I'll look forward to it. Before we wrap up here, though, give us two key components to entrepreneurial success. We definitely need at least two and then also, if you can provide a, a just a brief reason why you chose those. So I would say the first thing is that you have to, if you want to be an entrepreneur, do not underestimate having your personal financial life as solid as you possibly can. And I know most people, so make your, your entrepreneurial deal, if you're just getting launched at it, if you're just getting launched at it, make it your side hustle. 
and then work it so hard that it becomes your main resource of revenue. Okay. So that would be my first bit of advice. The second thing that I would would suggest is that have $10,000 set aside. So put $10,000 aside. It's not part of your, your investment capital for your business. It's not being spent personally, but you put that money aside. And the reason why I choose those things is because the first reason why people fold is because they run out of money. And if you don't respect that you still have, you have light bills, gas bills personally, and you're setting up a business and you're trying to run that business and you're funding it with your personal cash flow, not only will you, if you don't do it right, will you ruin your business, but you'll ruin your personal life. And so you want to completely segregate those two. And you want to make sure that if you use that new business as a second stream of income to get started, then you'll never jeopardize your primary stream of income until you can flip your secondary to your primary. Wow, that's perfect. That's good advice there. That is definitely some great stuff. Okay, Mr. Derrick, and before we wrap up, please, if you have any last words of advice, I call it two cent. Definitely feel free to share that and let us know of any upcoming training seminars, events. I know you just mentioned the TED Talk, and then we'll get into your online social media handles and website. Okay, my two cents is this. Anything will work if you do. You have to work. So roll up your sleeves, whatever it is you're trying to do, and go to work. And don't quit and don't let anybody tell you that you can't get it done. That's my two cents. The only thing I have coming up is the TED Talk. It's taken all of my focus because I plan on it being amazing. 24K would expect me to say anything less than that. So that's the next thing coming up on my agenda. But if everybody would stay in touch, I will always post things that are coming and hopefully they will have questions and gravitate towards asking those questions because that's the only way you can get any answers. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'll definitely be sharing this with, you know, like I was saying earlier through my social media audiences. But before we leave, tell us uh, the audience where they can, you know, if anybody's interested in your training or your uh, upcoming events, where we can find you online, as well as your social media handles. You want to go ahead and give those out. It's super easy for everybody because I'm vain or because I've made it to the market early. But you can find me at DerekGant.com and it's D-E-R-I-C-K-G-A-N-T.com. And that is my Twitter handle, DerekGant.com. My Instagram, my Facebook is Derek L. Gant. So if you go to Facebook, you'll find Derek Gant, just Derek Gant. But that's my personal page. My business page is Derek L. Gant. My LinkedIn is Derek Gant. So everything's Derek Gant. Made it easy for everyone to get to me. Perfect. Sounds good, Derek. So we will look forward to uh, having you back soon and checking out all the wonderful things that you're involved in. And I am looking forward to the TED Talk and everything that you have coming up with 24K Life. So definitely have a great day and a great weekend. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. You too. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.